Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome to another week in quarantine, question mark. Mm-hmm. Are we still in it? Doesn't look like New York is in it, and that's on quarantine celebrations. And it seems like a lot of schools aren't in it. Mm-mm. I mean, come on. Like, what did y'all think? Putting a bunch of high school kids together, expecting them to social distance in hallways. Have y'all seen high school hallways? They are terrible. Have we seen the elementary school kids rushing to the playground? Oh. Are they going to have recess? I doubt it. I mean, but like when I was in um, elementary school, we did like the the line thing where you like walk in a line, like line little soldiers. Leaders. Yeah. And you'd little... be like the line leader. I was like never line leader, but that's okay. Um, but I wonder how they're going to do that. Um but that's not important because that's not what this podcast is about. But no. do you want to do our seamless second? Um, Sure. Okay, so my seamless second is not as fleshed out this week as I would have liked it to have been. But uh, the thing that I wanted to talk about was actually related to the content of this episode. As I'm sure you can tell, or maybe you can't, from the title. We are continuing with our Taylor Swift saga, part two, the finale. Maybe. 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 Um, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, So, anywho, the song on Folklore that a lot of people don't like because of the harmonica, but I think is slowly growing on me, Betty. You know, she came into the chat and said LGBTQIA, but a lot of people out here are saying, you know, it's from the male perspective or whatever. And I wanted to hear other people's opinions on this. And I Mm -hmm. started watching a video from... um, Aline Duflock on YouTube. The channel name is Michelle and Aline, two sisters. I've been following them for years. I love their content. Anywho, um, Aline, you know, she came out earlier this year as a queer lady, and I support it. I stand. And she was talking about her opinion, but I didn't get to watch the whole video because we started the podcast, but that's okay. But what I want to know is why is everybody speculating that it's about Carly Claus? Because the whole song is like high school perspective. And people are saying that this is just what I've heard. I don't know. People are saying that like Betty is somebody's child's name or whatever. And like there's two other songs that are about the same situation or something. Um, okay, so I first have to say that Betty is slightly growing on me too. I really like the lyrics. It's the harmonica that still throws me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It still throws me off. But everything else, I really, really like. Um, okay, so everybody speculates it's Carly Gloss because they were best friends back in the day. And apparently, people just thought that they were really close. I don't know. Um, but I also think that the beauty of music is you can make a, um, of it whatever you want. I think it just, okay, I'm not trying to say this song is autobiographical because obviously I don't know Taylor personally and I will probably never know her personally. And she also said that folklore is a lot of like fictional things that she wrote. The lyrics are going back to high school and like looking at this situation where maybe, you know, it started as a friendship and then like there was distance, which I think is normal. And then, like, one person gets their feelings hurt. And then Taylor, who sings the song, we don't know whose perspective she's singing from. It's like, can I come to your party? What would happen? Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. So it's an apology song. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I never like think too much into it as I think if I was like 12 years old, I would have thought a lot into it because that's what I that that was my main concern when I was 12 years old is what Taylor who is Taylor so singing about. But I don't necessarily I don't, care. It's just I want to know like if it's is it's if it's is it supposed to be from her perspective or is it supposed to be from somebody else's perspective? I mean, I think people have said it's from another person's perspective. I don't know if she has. I wish I did a little bit more research. Because people are saying it's from a masculine perspective, but it doesn't sound like... I mean, that's what people are saying, too. I don't know. Um, I wish I did more research on that, because I feel like Betty is the most talked about song off of um, Folklore just because of that reason. It just doesn't sound like it's written from a guy's perspective. And it's not just because it's, you know, a female voice singing. It's because of just, like, the way they're describing Betty and the way they're talking about her and the way they talk about the friendship. It just doesn't seem well, like a boy-girl friendship. maybe it is from a female perspective, and that's what she wanted to write about. I don't know. I am just curious. I don't... It doesn't, you know, haunt me, keep me up at night or whatever, but I will say the song is growing on me. I do want to listen to the rest of what Aline has to say, because <laughs> I'm just... She did a little lyrical analysis thing, and I think those mm-hmm. are always fun. Um... But yeah, maybe I'll link the video in the show notes. Cool. Um, you should send me that link to because I, I, I will watch it. Um, my seamless second doesn't have anything to do with Taylor Swift, but just a really quick note, I finished Shameless season 10. I would like to note that this show has remained entertaining for 10 years, for 10 seasons or whatever. Um, and I think that is a great achievement. Also, Ian and Mickey tied the knot sorry if it's a spoiler for any of you but i'm only on like episode three. Oh, i thought well they did a ton of i knew that even before watching this season because they did a ton of like promotion but it was cute we've been waiting for that for a long time we love uh, the what is it galavik uh ship galavich yeah something like that it's cute uh yeah, I'm sad that the show's ending, but it, you know, good things must always come to an end. It's better that it ends before it gets crusty. Yeah, we don't want a bad thing to come to an end. Any quarantine updates? Um, you know, started season 10 of Shameless. Oh my god, I finished season 2 of In the Dark, which Ooh. it's on Netflix. There's two seasons right now. I think there's a third in the process or whatever. In production. Uh, but it's a CW show, so come for me, I guess. If you want to hate on me, you can. But that network brought us true gems like the Vampire Diaries. Anywho. Well, we're about to watch a CW show. The the 100, the 100, whatever. So Everyone can stop hating on her. <laughs> uh, but this week has just been a lot of deep cleaning, trying to get organized. Um you know, listening to all of Taylor's discography. What about you? Um, not much happened. I spent about two days um, doing some home renovation. And by home, I mean my little apartment. And I got a lot of bruises in the process because I kept falling off chairs, um, bumping my... It's, a very, it's, it's very small, so I kept bumping into everything. But I made a little film wall with my little wildflower tapestry, and I th- I think it's cute. Can't 
Kitty sent me a picture. It is cute. It's very Luke Cummings. It's very Callum Hood. <laughs> I didn't even realize until I put the tapestry up that I don't know why it doesn't process in my brain. I'm like, wildflowers. Wildflower five sauce. It has nothing to do with five sauce, but I can make it about something. It's symbolism. It is. All right. So we have a lot of albums to get through. We have five albums to get through. Yes. So we're going to put a time limit. Yes. We're going to do about 10 minutes each album. Maybe like more for others because some albums are longer than others. Um, But I cannot wait to start the first album. Uh, this is This is my favorite album. And it's okay if we disagree because that is what this podcast is all about us disagreeing on things <laughs> we do we need to put some disclaimers out first yeah. of all the, okay within a two-week period i have listened to everything from red all the way to folklore so a lot of these songs i've only heard maybe once or twice with the exception of a few that i knew before um, and also I just want to say, just because I don't like something does not mean it's objectively bad. It just means it isn't for me. Yes. I wish, cause Taylor Swift, she's a very talented musician, but like, I will say some of her songs just ain't it. It ain't it. It's, but that's because it's not for me. It's not my jam, but it's somebody else's jam. And if it's yours, totally Okay. Same with the ranking at the end. If your favorite album ends somewhere in the bottom, that is okay. Because yeah. music is such an individual experience and people make different connections to different songs and lyrics that like, I might not make because I haven't had the same experiences as someone else. Yeah. Um, and as the, pers- the, the half of the podcast that has listened to Taylor Swift more than you... Um, I will say, even my rankings, probably not def- like, it's probably not the most ultimate ranking. Don't, like, quote me if I ever say this album is number five or number four. It's just, they're so hard to compare. They're very They're also hard. different. Like, I don't even feel, like, feel confident, but you have to do it. And also, we're only, it's not like- a world-ending thing we're doing. We're ranking Taylor albums. <laughs> I don't feel confident in my rank either, and I just want to say where songs are and stuff is so subject to change. Like, if I listen to them more, mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever. Um, Alright, so we're going to start with Red, and we're going to start with actually one of my favorite songs of hers, uh, State of Grace. I uh, told Taylor that I think this is her best album opening she's ever done. I really enjoyed State of Grace. It's in my top five. I tried to pick at least a top five from each album to, you know, whatever. I did expect it to be a slow song, so I was very surprised Mm. when it wasn't. Because just the name State of Grace to me sounds like slow. Um, But, you know, I enjoyed it. I did. And when she said coming, I said, yes, Miss Vocals. Um, Um, I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same. And I think this is her tapping into, like, it, like this is her transition album we've both uh, discussed. And this is her kind of going into a rockish, like, I don't, it's not necessarily pop, this song. 
It's like pop rock, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, but it has some really good lyrics, like, so you were never a saint, and I loved in shades of wrong. We learned to live with the pain, mosaic broken hearts. Wow. Um, this is the golden age of something good and, and right, right and real. And I think she wrote this by herself. She did. I th- That always impresses me, like, the song she writes by herself, because I'm like, dang, I'm majoring in writing, and I don't even think I could do that. <laughs> I think songwriting is, like, a whole different ballpark. Like, you can either do it or you can't. Because, like, I've taken a poetry class. Girl, never taking another one again. I can't can't do that. You got to play with your emotions, and I can't do that either. I'm not comfortable enough sharing the way I feel about certain things. So Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll ever be in that realm of celebrity, but kudos to the people who are. I think it's a strong opener. Um, and, like, with this whole album in general, it's pop rock, but, like, she still really clung to that country old school sound because mm-hmm. she was trying to get that radio play yeah. during a time of transition. This was probably also, I feel like during this point, she was probably scared to, like, fully go into pop. So she kind of tested the waters, and we'll see that with more songs. But next, we're going to go with Red, the um, song that inspired the album title itself. Um, I like this song. I actually like the CMA performance more. It's um, it's an like an acoustic version. She sings it with other country artists. But you know, she's naming all these colors. She said losing him was blue, like I'd never know. Missing him was dark gray, all alone. But loving him was red. Um, you red. know, <laughs> red. I tried to write out the way she sang certain words in my notes, and it's it's truly something else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is the song that I actually had heard before going back and doing this big listen through. I heard it on a school bus many years Ooh. ago. I was a freshman in high school. Come on, with this ice maker, y'all. <laughs> Losing him was cold, like my Frigidaire ice maker. Um, anywho, I was shocked at how country this song was. Because mm. back then, I was like, this is not country. But listening to it, I said, this yeah. is some Allie and AJ Cowbells. This is some yeehaw. Well, now she's done 1989 Reputation Lover. So now you have something to compare it to. I think my key lyric from this was fighting him was like trying to solve a crossword with no right answer. Dang. Some of those lyrics just be hitting hard. And I've never They'd even play it on a country station. They would. <laughs> they would play this yeah. on a country station. Yeah. Um, next we have Treacherous. It's kind of a slower... It, it's kind of slower. kind of builds throughout. I like the song. It's one. Of, it's in my top five. It, I it's a enjoy really good it a song. lot. Um, put your lips close to mine, as long as they don't touch. She's like, Mm-mm. consent. Consent. Me, me, breathe on me. Anywho, <laughs> she said this slope is treacherous, and that's mm-hmm. on algebra two. Mm-hmm. All we are is skin and bone, trained to get along. Mm. The the songwriting really came through with Red. It really did. Mm-hmm. It oh. sounds like Hannah Montana energy, like Hannah Montana the movie. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like she it would was play? in the Hannah Montana movie. She was. I, I wrote, when I heard this song, I said, this sounds like she could have been on that stage in Crowley Corners uh, singing. She was at Smiley's Hollow singing that song. And I song. wrote, I, 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 which I don't know <laughs> it's from. 
Um, okay, next we have I Knew Your Trouble, the song with the goat. We all know. Yeah. The ultimate remix of 2012. These were the days. These were really, this is when goat remixes were a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm lying on the ho- <laughs> cold hard ground. Ah. Ah. Thank you. This is the music video where she's on that bed jumping around. Um, I I think she has like a monologue, and I haven't seen this music video since it probably came out. Um, but I I a lot of people say this isn't a good song. I disagree. You know, it slaps. It slaps. It's catchy, but it's not one of my favorites. I will say that. Yeah. And is this about like? Did someone cheat on her? I don't know. Well, people were speculating this about Harry Styles, but she dated Harry Styles after this came out. So I was like, y'all are dumb. I'm going to save the Harry talk for 1989, but like, can we just say he was 17 when he dated her? I guess. Or like something like that. Like, what? I feel like I forget how young this man has been throughout his career. I feel like he was, like, really young. Like, he was, like, or maybe not 17. Maybe that's not right. But, like, he was really young. And I feel like she Taylor was, wouldn't like, date older. an underage man. I'm maybe gonna... he was 19. He was some type of teen, y'all. He mm. was not a 20. Yeah. Uh, lyrically, I mean, there are lyrics. Um, but le- But we're talking about lyrics. Let's move on to my favorite song my favorite taylor swift song and probably everybody else's if you go find search up um taylor swift songs rank this song is bound to be up there all too well this This is give me the chills this song is the song to end all songs um rolling stone placed this song number 29 on its list of the 100 greatest songs of the century it's number five on the list of the 100 best songs of the 2010s so obviously it has a reputation it's very well written um and i you know i think her storytelling songs are kind Mm -hmm. of like hit or miss they're either like immaculate or they're kind of like what and that's on last great american dynasty but i really liked all too well the lyric almost ran the red because you were looking at me um I hyped this song up to you for so long, and honestly, I was kind of scared that I hyped it up too much to where you wouldn't have liked it, and I'm glad you do. I think my favorite, there there are so many lyrics, but um, you call me up again just to break me like a promise, so casually cruel in the name of being honest. Time won't fly, it's like I'm paralyzed by it. I like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. Taylor, Jake Jillard really hurt this woman. (laughs) We got lost in translation. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, you know, it has very small town energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are the notes I have in here. Jake, give her her scarf back. Seriously. Never mind. He mailed them back. LOL. Never mind again. He still has it. <laughs> I was writing like as I was listening. And, um. and it says smells like innocence. And I'm like, is there like some fat age gap? Uh, Yeah, I think there actually is. Because he's like in... Well, no, probably not. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know. But I could go on this um, on about this song forever. But I stand by why I said nothing can beat this song. Nothing can. Um, there's also um, a fun fact. She, when she originally wrote this, it was 10 minutes long, but she had to cut it down. And the original lyrics were released with 
like the lover album if you like bought the deluxe version i just went on twitter and just found the lyrics that somebody took a picture of <laughs> the tea don't um, buy anything people will always post pictures yeah all right now we're gonna go to 22 a rapidly different <laughs> type I of song i hate this song with a burning passion oh we all know this song uh oh i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 I am 22, and I wasn't feeling it. Um, you know, something about the way she pronounced certain words in this song made me, like, icky. She'd be like, it feels like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters. I'm like, I want to kill myself. Mm. It's just bad. So I'm probably just now realizing we are spending a lot of time on this album. I, I personally want to spend a lot of time on this album, but we probably have to get through it. So we got four more to go. So we're going to go to all, I Almost Do. I like this song. It's not like, it doesn't stand out too much, I would say. But I like it. I don't have a problem with it. We're not going to, like, meet up at the garbage um, disposal or whatever and beat each other up. But You know, it's a slow song. It's not one of the memorable ones for me because I don't really remember what it sounded like. Yeah, so we're gonna go to We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. This is uh, the song where we're like, is Taylor Swift pop? Is she pop? But um, it has some iconic lines uh, such as We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Um, You go talk to your friends, talk to my friends, talk to me. (laughs) I used to think that we were forever, ever. And I used to say, never say never. Huh, so he calls I... me up again. And he's just like, I still love you. And I'm just like, I mean, this is exhausting. You know, like, we are never. Those are the conversations I have when I pretend <laughs> I'm a celebrity at night. <laughs> when I'm like, yeah, so you broke up with so-and-so. I'm on a talk show mm-hmm. in my head. Someone tests me for, like, psychosis. Um, and I'll be like, yeah, he's just, like, so annoying, and the whole situation was just exhausting. I just want to organize, mm-hmm. and he's just all bombing all the time. I need space. I remember this song annoyed my parents so much, because when I, it was on the radio, like, crazy back in the day, and I used to want to sing to it all the time, and they just weren't having it. It was something about, I think it's just, it's so repetitive in some space. Mm-hmm. She says ever and never together. It's It's a lot of others others some valley girl in there Mm um but good on her for breaking a pattern because she's like i remember we broke up the first time Mm -hmm. like good for you for realizing you need something different yeah next we have kind of controversial one stay 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 for some reason when i hear the thing of the song i think of twinkly lights like this song makes me think of like you know those knee socks that or like tights or whatever where it has a cat over it yeah yeah <laughs> it makes me think of that um stay 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 i'll be loving you for some quite some time 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 i this you think it's funny when i'm mad mad mad, mad. um this is my least favorite off the album but that's not to say it's a bad song it's just it sounds childish compared to the mm, other songs. Like, even more than We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Like, you sing along to it ironically. It's not a very good song. And also, I think this song is kind of problematic. Because she's... it's It has babe-we-need-to-talk energy. Because mm-hmm. baby girl threw her phone at him. 
And the Dang. next morning, he walks in the kitchen with, like, a football helmet on. And is like, okay, let's talk. And I'm like, ah, domestic violence, lol. Ah, I think ah. she could have just cut this song. It's it's, it's overly cheerful. And there's a lot of codependency. <laughs> in um, this household, overly cheerful? Uh, no. It's Weird. just, like, it's too, like, you think it's funny when I'm mad, mad, mad. 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 Even though that's toxic. Uh, we don't get along. Oh, uh, 2012 Taylor. Oh, okay. Next we have um, Exile Part One, uh, the last time, featuring who is that man? The guy who sings "Chasing Cars," <laughs> the lead singer of Snow Patrol. What? Yes. Gary Lightbody mm-hmm. is the lead singer of Snow Patrol. He is. He is. I personally like this song. I was telling you, I love a good conversation in a song. I like it when, like, even if uh, if you ever seen the music video, it's literally just them singing it live. It's like they have their backs against each other, just like they're not even looking at each other, and but they're putting their own perspective on the events that are happening, and that's kind of like exile in a way. And I really like that. I it's underrated. Don't like- either of those songs and that's, and that's okay. okay i just wrote bland underneath this Ooh. song um lacking flavor uh and then i just said she's letting him in for him to let go hmm. uh next we have holy ground uh it's a good song i, I don't know why i can't remember eh. it i don't know why i, I can't remember eh. it because i didn't think it was memorable Oh. I started writing a lyric and then I forgot to finish it. Oh, it's I was rem- reminiscing just the other day while having coffee all alone, and Lord, it took me away. Ooh, it's you know not a bad song, but it's not my favorite. I trust it. Uh, sad, beautiful, tragic. Top Ooh. five. Ooh, this is it hits you hard. Hits you hard. It sounds kind of like fade into you. Um, which is a very well-known song. I don't feel the need to sing it. Mazzy Star. Um, I just thought it was great. Mm-hmm. What a sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. And I, for, I don't know why, but I love the, just the song title. Mm-hmm. It's like, it itself is beautiful. It made me feel sleepy. It made me yeah. feel sleepy. And, um, I enjoyed it. And I wrote some lyric. It says, you've got some demons and darling, they all look like me. Mm, that's a good one. It gives me like um, a nightmare, just stuff like a daydream. I don't know why. Even though it's like mm-hmm. not even, those songs are like nothing alike. This is something someone would put in their bio. Yeah. Next we have The Lucky One. When I, when this album first came out, I used to love this song like a lot. And I still like it. It's not my, one of my favorites now, but it's, I don't know, it's cool, because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, like, because she's singing, like, from the perspective of, like, being in the spotlight so much, and I Know Places is about, like, the same thing, except with a love interest, and the lucky one is just, like, about her and what she has to deal with. She's, like, starting her life over in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, it, even though, like, I'm sure there are elements in this that are, like, real, it kind of feels fictional. It feels kind of like yeah. storybookish, like sort of like folklore. Some of the tracks on there. I think it's a mix. I would say between like autobiographical and fictional. Mm-hmm. 
Next, we have Everything Has Changed featuring Ed Sheeran when Ed Sheeran was um, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, I really like the music video for this song. It's like two little kids, you know, Shut skipping skipping class and doing cute little little kids things, and it's revealed that it's Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift kids, but like not as siblings. It's like they're separate kids. That's weird. Yeah, Taylor Swift is like 22 and has like a full-grown kid. Taylor has so many children. Um, I know. In videos. So many kids. Didn't know she was such a devoted mother. Uh, I will say the description of the guy in it, Green Eyes, Freckles, and Your Mm -hmm. Smile. I said, oh, that's cute. I really like this song. It's cute. Uh, mm-hmm. it's like, in my top five yeah because all i know is we said hello and your eyes look like coming home it gives me mind vibes i just want to know you better mm-hmm. know you better know next one is starlight which always makes me laugh because it's the song she's like let's have 10 kids and teach them how to dream it's like well when you got 10 of them i don't know how much dreaming you're gonna be thinking about <laughs> I have in my notes, married, comma, 10 kids, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, whose uterus, baby, there's a shooting star energy. (laughs) This song, you know, she must have really been in love when writing this song because it's very, like, upbeat and happy, you know? It's not a fave for me. I thought it was kind of... I don't know. It just feels like I've heard it before. Like, it Mm -hmm. didn't sound like anything super special. I don't hate it. I like it. But, you know, not my favorite. Then lastly, we have Begin Again. This is a favorite of mine, I would say. I think this is a really good album ender. Because, you know, it's her beginning again. She's, like, gone through this cycle of, you know, you could say in her real life or, like, this album you know you've reached the end of the album but let's begin again and you know it's 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 a cutie it's a cutie that's all i have to say i like it a lot on a wednesday in a cafe Mm -hmm. i really enjoy this song i don't know if it's quite in top five territory but it's like brushing five Mm -hmm. yeah then on a wednesday in a cafe i watched it again again i that lyric I don't know why. The music video is really, it's like aesthetically pleasing. Um, but I like it. I think it's a really good, like I said, album ender. I think, I don't know, between this one and Clean, there's like some competition. Which one's the best? My opinion. Just my opinion. Not mine, but that's okay. But overall thoughts on Red, I don't dislike any songs. Even Stay Say Say, I don't dislike any songs on this album. Um, and I think that's why Red is my favorite. There's a lot of like really great songwriting, a lot of emotions being flown around. Everything is very powerful, I would say. That's just my two cents. When you said Stay Say Stay was not going to be good, I was preparing myself for like hot garbage. And it's not hot garbage. Is it like great? No. But it's not, like, awful. Yeah. I think I was just... I I don't know. I gave it another listen. And I was like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. It's not great, but it's not as bad. But we have to move on to one of her shorter albums. 1989. The mm. pop anthem album that 
I mean, this album really, like, put... I mean, she's been on the radio for so long, but this album put her on the radio. Yes, literally almost every song on this album. And keep in mind, like, this is my first time going through it. I was familiar with almost all Mm -hmm. of them, with the exception of, like, four or five tracks. Yeah, because she went full pop this time. And this is her radio album. I remember this being, like, such a big deal back in the day, because... I remember everything. I went to the eye doctor when she was when she was announcing through her like live stream um, that this was gonna be a full pop album, and then she announced "Shake It Off," and I listened to "Shake It Off" on the radio on the way back home. I remember this so vividly because I was waiting for this and "Shake It Off," that music video. Hmm. It like it shook everybody. It shook everybody. It's not. Um, we'll get to "Shake It Off" in a minute. But this this album really um, defined Taylor. As this is like her Tumblr album yeah. as well. Um, first we have Welcome to New York. It's you know let's let's welcome ourselves to New York, shall we? It's very cheerful. It's I'm just gonna say it. This album for me, even though it was one the one that was representative of who, of who I am, it is probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand why. Like, I hate myself. I don't love the album. So that makes sense. Um, it gives me royalty-free music energy. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of gentrification. It's like, yes, New York. New York. Well, I went to New York, actually, after this was released. And on their billboards in Times Square, they would have Welcome to New York just plastered everywhere. Like, this became New York's anthem after this song was released. I'm so sorry, New York. But I also, this album, I really, I think I just, it resonates with me very well. Because I went to see her live um, for this album with my friend. And I got to see her, like, very up close. And it was, like, it was a very, like, surreal experience for me. Um, I think... She had like two guests. One of them was Mick Jagger, so an icon. Oh, Mick. <laughs> oh, Mick. <laughs> oh no. Um, she got connections. She does have connections. This was the tour where she had a guest every single show because she was really becoming big. Um, next we have Blank Space. The song uh, to caption everybody's Instagram posts in twenty fourteen. I I think this is um I I feel like people really hate this song but I think because it was overplayed but honestly I really like the lyrics in this song. I like Blank Space um cuz I started singing along immediately when it mm-hmm. played and haven't heard this song in years. Um you know she said I can make a bad guy good for the weekend. Mm. And I like the little pin clicking sound that they added because I never noticed that before. Yeah. But then listening to it, I was like, oh, that's a cute touch. I really appreciate that she took this whole, um, like, that she gets around narrative and really made it her own. She used all these rumors against her and made it one of her best, like, most popular songs. Mm-hmm. I really like the bridge. Boys only want love if it's torture. Don't say I didn't. Say I didn't warn you. 
And this is also where we get nightmare dressed like a daydream. Mm-hmm. She warned us, guys. She warned us. Boys mm-hmm. only want love if it's torture. Next, we have style. And I kind of want you to take the reins on this one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> cracking up. Okay. Oh. Let's look at our notes for a second. So this one, I all the songs that I knew before I wrote knew it next to it. And this is one of the ones. This is the one that starts with that like weird guitar. Where it's like... It's very Tumblr energy. Midnight... I mean, this was, like, a big Tumblr era, though. It really is. Um, you know, she's talking about Harry, obviously, and his <laughs> his issues. And, um, you know, Midnight No Headlights. And then I said, okay, F the law then, I guess. Um, and then we have Distant Aquarius Energy. Because this whole album, all the tracks that are about him... The ones I can confirm that are about him are the ones where she says green eyes, because obviously, hello. And also, she says, you got that long hair, slick, slick back white t-shirt. I remember that man wore white t-shirts when, I don't know who was in charge, but, like, they had they had to make him look a certain way for the boy Modest band. management. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he had that long hair. <laughs> I hate the words tight little skirt. It just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why. It just makes me feel gross. I thought she wore jeans. Taylor, come on. Taylor, stop lying to the public. No, I'm just kidding. You can wear whatever you want. It's just something about the way she sings, and a tight little skirt makes me feel icky. But she got that um, red lip classic thing that he liked. The whole... <laughs> he said, I love a girl that looks classic. <laughs> Not Sean Camille Rolov. Um, I just think this whole album, the whole thing is all about... Oh, God. It's all about, like, him being non-committal and distant. Also, I'm not trying to give him a pass or anything because I wasn't in this relationship. Obviously, they didn't ask me for my opinion. But he just seems, like, non-committal and distant, and that's Aquarius energy. Mm. They just, they don't know how to open up. And he, even in his own songs, talks about his communication issues. So he's aware. Honestly, Um, if this relationship lasted any longer... Like you said, I don't know these people, but it would be a toxic relationship. Oh my god, yes. Uh, and then it's she talks about honest about commitment issues. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're both non-committal. Because when he comes back into town, she's like, I heard you were messing around with these other girls. He's like, yeah, but I, I only think about you, babe. I only think about you. Hmm. And I said, Kendall, question mark? But also, Miss Taylor, she said, I be getting, I be doing it too, honey. It's all right. Yeah. What are the terms of this relationship? Not a favorite, but this is the one where she was kind of catty, and I don't know if I loved that. You know, this is when Mm. she was still in her, like, let me publicly go off on these men stage. I mean, I really don't mind because a lot of male artists do that too. I know Ed Sheeran loved doing that, and nobody gave him, like, any for it i don't remember him doing it oh but i girl there was a fa- i went through a phase i listened to his albums i listened to every single oh album. i don't mean in the songs go off in the songs oh. go off but like the award show thing she's like this is for my ex you know who you are and oh, now i got I one of these i just think that's ugh. oh i don't care i'm like girl go off because like i think that's ugh if anyone does it if they're there i just feel like that's ugh. Mm. But like, what if but do whatever it, you want. But like, what if it wasn't about him? Just think about like what if, if it was about anyone else? I would still say the same thing. Because mm. <laughs> I just think that's kind of like it's like, I feel like something that I whole would do thing though. about. Like, I'm so petty, Joe. Like, I'm not like that. I feel like I'm petty. Like that's just who I am. 
But, you know, let's move on because this is good. <laughs> we talked okay, about this one song for so long. It's not even like... Moving on to Out of the Woods. Um, I think this song has like a great bridge. Remember when you hit the brick too soon? 20 stitches in the hospital room when you start crying, baby? I did too. This also about Harry. He split that chin open on that ski. Just think though, like their relationship, it came out with such good songs though. That's all I have to say. I like... Are we out of Are we out of the woods? Out of the woods. I like it. It's in my top five. Um, a lot of specific references to their relationship. Mm-hmm. The paper airplane necklaces, which honestly that's so ugly, but wear them if you want, I guess. Um, you know, oh, I cannot read that. <laughs> it says like Polaroids and dancing, and I was, you know, I'm not gonna get into it. Um, this screams, babe, we're different. When really y'all are just basic. Like, I like the song a lot, but the activities mentioned mm. are very, like, the Polaroids and us yeah. dancing. I'm like... It was... Well, okay. her thing was Polaroids back in the day. You know, this mm-hmm. whole album is Polaroids. Um, Next, we have All You Had to Do Was Stay. This song... I feel like it took years for me to warm up to this song. But eventually, I just let it have me. It's it's a bop. When she says, all, all you had to do was stay... I wrote I kind of like this song. I don't think it's in my top one because I can't really remember what it sounds like, but I think I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, um, and it just seems like she was too forgiving. Yeah, I just hate the long titles, though. Like, I wish she would have just named it Stay, but I guess I would have been confusing with Stay, Stay, Stay. Stay, Stay, Stay. She really just wants people to stay. She should have named it All You Had to Do, and then people would have been confused about that um, Sugarland song, All I Want to Do. Ooh, 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 she could do All You Had to Do, and then like dot, dot, dot. And then they're like, All You Had to Do, ellipses. And then they're like, What did he have to do? All You Had to Do was bake me a casserole. <laughs> All You Had to Do was show up to the flight on time. Mm-hmm. You had one job. I mean, it's not lyrically the best. Like, I will say, a lot of these songs on 199, they're not lyrically the best it's more Mm -hmm. of like a production type of album that she's trying to do um she learned though i will say in later albums how to mix pop and good songwriting and how to make not all of the songs about the same thing because this like okay i'm maybe she's nobody come for me she she probably was but i'm like was this relationship that long or am i crazy it was like two months I feel like it wasn't that long, but also in one of the songs she references like a bunch of months, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But I just kind of felt like a lot of this album, like during it when I was listening to it, I was like, I just want to tell her, like her at this time, be like, babe, babe, if he is not committal, let him go. Mm -hmm. Stop bringing him back in. Just say bye. Yeah. And I love the man, but just just let it go. He's kind of problematic in that sense, but also if you're not committal, like you don't have to be, but also he's roping in. You know, I could go off on Harry Styles for. I thought he was like manipulative, just based on how she wrote it. But at the same time, that's not fair because it's just seeing it from one side. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's just move on. So shake it off. You know, there's not much to say about shake it off. It was iconic back in the day. I, do, I don't remember last time I heard this song. It has been so long. but It's still a bop. But we remember those lines. My ex-man brought his new girlfriend. She's like, oh my god, but I'm just going to shake it. And to the fellow over there with the hella good hair, why don't you come on over, baby? We can shake, 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 yeah. 
I hate that section, but the song itself is great. Um, I wrote Please Stop Talking in Songs, Heart. <laughs> <laughs> she does do that a lot. She's done that in, like, yeah. her lead singles for, like, her first, like, like for three singles. She did that with We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. She did that with this, and she did it with Look What You Made Me Do. Although, with Look What You Made she, Me Do. There's a couple others, too. Oh, I guarantee you there probably is, but... Top my Shake head. it off is it's catchy. It's great. Yeah, it's I great. Like it. I've, it's all about the media's opinion of her. I have nothing against it. Mm-mm. Except the only thing I do have against it is her copyright claims. You oh, remember when yeah. she was like trying to copyright everything? I was like, girl, if you don't sit down, like yeah. Um, next we have "I Wish You Would." I feel like this song gets forgotten a lot because you know we've kind of been through the iconic songs already. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like it. She wishes they would. And you know, if she puts "stay" in there, I'd be like, "Girl, just, just, just stop." She writes about a lot of the same stuff, and I'm not hating on it because I do be liking the tune sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I was just—it it, kind of felt repetitive to me. I think it's a lot of regrets, this album, like, like all you had to do was pretty repetitive. Out of the woods is kind of repetitive, but my big note on this is y'all are just incompatible. <laughs> like that's it. It's, I'm like, just let yeah. it go. Next, we have what is considered one of Taylor's worst songs, Bad Blood. I hate this song. Back in the day when this came on the radio, I liked it, but it got old real quick. I just think it's very toxic. Yeah. There are two versions of the song. Like, on the album, there's, like, the original version, and then there's the one with Kendrick Lamar. Um, oh, yeah. Because I'm looking at the one with Kendrick Lamar, but I I haven't listened to either of these in so long. Because I think the Kendrick one is the video one. Mm-hmm. It's the one where, like, all all the girls got together. Yeah. And, and I just didn't like that. Like, girls ganging up on Katy Perry. Like, come on. Well, Selena Gomez was the enemy in that music video. Was she? I thought it was Katy. Well, like, Katy wasn't in... Well, obviously, she wasn't in the music video because they had a feud back in the uh-huh. day because it was something about like a backup dancer like it was so with, dumb it was so dumb because a backup dancer for katie just decided to work for taylor and that's and then somehow it got but i don't know like shouldn't y'all be feuding with the backup dancer it, was selena that like one everyone hated what no Tell okay me tea. okay so it's just like like we all know it's about katie but in the music video you know Selena just played the enemy. It's just like an oh, yeah. acting gig, you know. And Zendaya was there. I'm pretty sure. Literally every skinny girl in the world I'm was there. Pretty sure Meredith Grey was there. Yeah, there was. Wasn't Cindy Crawford there? Oh, girl, I don't know. There was. I, every woman in Hollywood was there. I remember it was so. It was very iconic though back in the day because she released posters too, and all that. Um, but honestly. I the only thing I can remember this song is because baby now we got bad blood and yeah no it used to be mad love look what you've done I don't know and it's so sad to think about the good times <laughs> you and I there's also like pretty bad CGI in this music video baby don't I, fix bullet holes dude we need to watch this music video because like it's kind of like I, I really want to watch it now it's probably hilariously bad it just had a lot of Hannah Baker energy. Um, there was some there was some crybaby energy in this where I was kind of like, babe. Oh, um, okay. So next, 
Now I can't stop laughing about this. I love this song, but TikTok has ruined the song for me. Uh, Baldus Dreams. People are saying this is about Matthew Gray Googler, which I... I didn't know they were ever a thing. Apparently, it was a rumor back in the day. But y'all need to start realizing that a rumor does not not necessarily mean it's true. And if it is about MGG, then it's about MGG. Because it's about MG squared. Because they t- he it, the only reason people think it is because he's she said he's so tall and handsome as hell and you know that man is tall, and that's it. But she's probably dating some I tall guys. I thought this whole album was about Harry and he's tall well, too. That's what I thought too. But you know maybe it is about MGG because it's on theme with everything else. Like she just keeps talking about how she knows this relationship is gonna end. I think this song has a great chorus. Mm-hmm. I'm. Um, I'm yeah, I like this She's song. insecure. She's very insecure in this and vulnerable. Yeah, I I really like the music video. I like when she sings this live with Enchanted, because those two songs, like, go hand in hand. Because, you know, they both have that type of sound to it. Um, anything else you want to add about Wildest Dreams? I don't think so. I think it's, it's in my top five. I like it a mm. lot. I like that she was vulnerable. Yeah. Next we have How You Get the Girl. I'm going to say it's not, like, lyrically the best and probably production-wise, but for some reason, I love to bop to this song. I I don't know what it is. It's I said this is the pop version of mine because she hits it with that ah-ah. Yeah. Uh, uh. um, that's all I have to say about it. Can I show you the doodle yeah. that I did for this? <laughs> what? Says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, I'm ill. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, this is some Forever 21 music, is that song. It, it reminds is. me of Marina and the Diamonds. And I don't like, again, with the long titles, I don't like the title. They're, honestly, sometimes song titles will throw me off the song. Like, How You Get the Girl, I don't like that. All you Just had to do was, Get the Girl. Yeah, All You Had to Do Was Stay, I don't like that either. Next, we have This Love. Um, wasn't my favorite when it first came out. Still really isn't. It's just... I know she has to have, like, that one slow song. I don't know. All, it's the country song. All artists typically do have that one slow song in their album. But it does not match the vibe. That's all I have to say. Um, you know, I, the way that I wrote this, like, it was a journal entry for all these songs is cracking me up. Because it's just kind of like, okay, so basically Harry was in and out a lot. <laughs> And then I put sinking ships. I'm like, oh, he has a ship tattoo. Uh, and then something about he's scared. What does it say? You can come. Something about you can come back or whatever. I'm kind of. It's just the same old stuff. Like, yeah. move on. I just kind of hate how whenever I think of this love, I think of this love is treacherous. So then I think of treacherous. Um, now we have I Know Places. For some reason, this was my favorite song back in the day. I, 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 the lyrics, when you look it up, it just looks like (laughs) tally marks. (laughs) She sounds very much like Halsey on this track. She hits it with an R. That's some cursive Um, singing right there. You know, the the animals, I just put too many animals, because it's all like, the vultures are out to get us, yeah. the vultures and the hunters, and I know places, because I've been in Hollywood longer than you. 
For some reason, I've always thought about this. Whenever she sings, lights flash and we'll run for the fences. I imagine like going like this, lights flash and run for the fences. <laughs> and she said, I so green. I said, Harry. Like that's what I was like, mm. okay. Um, okay. Next is my favorite song off the album, Clean. I don't know what it is about this song. I wish... No, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say I wish the production was a little different, but, you know, I take that back. I think this is something, you know, she's realizing, like, you know what? I got to get back up. I got to mm-hmm. get back up on that horse. I got to, you know, nobody's going to help me when I'm drowning. I got to do what I got to do to pull myself back up. Only she can save herself. It's a post-breakup healing song, 100%. Mm-hmm. It is not a fave for me. It's very... I wrote the word ew next to it. I'm so sorry. Because mm. uh, okay. the music sounds like video game music. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Now I this can is hear that. Song. Like, I can hear it. This is the song that I... Like, when you said their relationship was two months. This is her... Okay, in the song, she says months of back and forth. Maybe this wasn't um, about Harry, though. 10 months sober, 10 months older. Babe, go back to sobriety, hon. Mm. I ain't trying to call a sister out, but she I mean, made me have me concerned. I mean, no, we know what she means, but, like, in this song, she means 10 months sober as if, like, 10 months out of the relationship. But, like, mm-hmm. we'll get to reputation when that comes around. <laughs> um, Yeah, I really like this song. I think it's a good album ender, but we also have three bonus tracks for this album. I do not have oh them in front God. of me, but I can probably remember. Wait, what about, am I, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. Oh, it's okay. I'm looking at the voice memos. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, voice memos. Mm. It, it's, um, it's a voice memo. <laughs> we, Wonderland. Wonderland. I like this song. It's, like, not one of my favorites, but, you know, it's a deluxe. I... You know, when it comes to, like, deluxe songs, I give it a pass if it's not up there. I don't really like this one. Um, something It's just talking about them rushing into a relationship. Yeah. And then being like, I love you way too fast. Yeah. And then, isn't one of them you are in love? It's like, um, you are in love. True yeah. love. It kind of gives me this love vibes, which I'm not really here for with this album. This song felt very 80s to mm. me. Like, it just had like kind of an 80s synthy kind of sound. And she talks about ghosts a lot in it. And I said, oh, two ghosts reference, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, You're my best friend. Something about a snow globe. Two dancing in a snow globe. <laughs> and then I said, office. You have a picture of me in your office downtown. I said, I feel like it's not Harry. It's somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some normal lad. Um, then we have New Romantics. And I like New Romantics. I do people have listed this as like one of her best songs i disagree but i think it's a really good song i think from this album this song for me personally once again not to hurt anyone's feelings i think this song saved the album for me Mm. i said yes fave i know this like it's just vibey it is it's very anthemy and i'm here for it life is just a classroom it's very tumblr it like is. this is a very tumblr song i mean it reminds me and i think me she of, references the castle later in it, a different album yeah it reminds me of new americana is that what it's called by halsey we are the new americana we are the new americana, americana. Um, I, I, I. <laughs> oh man 
Where's my indie contract at? I don't know. Um, overall, what was your thoughts on 1989? Uh, you know, even though it's her most, I would say her most radio successful album, because like literally all those tracks were on the radio, it is just not it for me. I think it's a little too poppy. Mm-hmm. There's not a good balance of, I don't know, it just all kind of sounded the same, both thematically yeah. and musically. So that's why I don't really like it. But I will say Shade It Off and New Romantics yes um my overall thoughts while i do agree that it's a little too poppy for me i have like this certain nostalgia to it and i think all the songs i can just bop to which like lyrically it does disappoint me at some points but also i like know the lyrics to like all these songs and Mm -hmm. if it came on i would dance to it and i would sing along to it so i think that's why i I do like it, but like lyrically, it does not stand up. And, produ- and production wise, I think if wise. I was agree agree on production, I just think sometimes the music sounds like royalty free tracks. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But I feel like younger me would have probably eaten it up. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I like how we said we were gonna do ten minutes for each other. Girl, Girl, that was a fat lie. That's okay. <laughs> that was a fat lie indeed this is katie from the editing room so we finished the podcast we did all that but you know after finishing the rest of her albums it came down to two hours and 30 minutes that is a really long episode one that we really haven't done before we weren't really comfortable releasing an episode that long and we just decided we're going to do like a mini part one and two with this whole like part two does that make sense it does not so what we're going to do we're going to release our review analysis of red and 1989 sunday then the next day monday we're going to release reputation lover and folklore so you guys are not only getting a part one and part two of taylor swift's whole discography you're going to get a part one and part two of her second half of her discography so um I hope you guys enjoy that. They're both going to be around an hour-ish long. Uh, So yeah, Uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. You can follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll and check out our website, couragedollpodcast.wixsite.com slash nowplaying. And if you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, send me an email at couragedollpodcast 